Kalimera, Kalispera, whatever time you are watching, this is Mappa. I'm Stel, and the gentleman to my my left on the screen is to your right. Well, how can I describe this guy? He's a youngster, so he's, he's younger than me. So anyone that's younger than me is, is, a, is a youngster. Shall we say a champion? Shall we say a guy that scored goals for club and country? What the youngsters call a bagsman. <laughs> Goal scorer. Gunman. And he's from Edmund, so he's a gunman, a proper gunman, yeah. <laughs> real sotty, real. What's going on, brother? Yeah, bro. Yeah, I'm good, man. How you doing? Yeah, I'm all good, man. All good. You ready for a new season or are you just getting to pre-season now? Yeah, I've been running. It's been tough, but it's got to get through it, innit? It's Richie Wellens, man. Come on. You know about <laughs> Richie Wellens. <laughs> he's militant, brother. <laughs> yeah, he's good, man. He's good. Yeah, he's he's done very very well as of you. Obviously, uh, for you guys to get promoted last season was was incredible. You won the league by what ten points, something like that. Yeah, something like that. But it was it was it closer than what it seemed? Do you think? Mm, I know ten point swing is a big time, but yeah, there was a time at Christmas when we were struggling. Like we had a lot of injuries and stuff, but like we, no one's really stressing. Do you know what I mean? Because we started mm. off well, and that just gave us the confidence so yeah it was just to finish the job really okay cool cool all right well look let's start from scratch here because i know obviously you're, you're much younger than me as, as i mentioned so i was going to say your younger years but you're still young so tell me about your background bro obviously you've got the, the cypriot background can you tell us a bit about your family if that's okay that is yeah um well yeah obviously my dad's full cypriot uh my mom's cypriot and jamaican Okay. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, that's in terms of, like, my nationality. Yeah, just grew up North London. That's it, really, bro. That's it, that's it. So, you, yeah. what, okay, so you, you were born in North Mid, right? Hospital? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you were born and raised in, in Edmonton, which yeah. I know that area very, very well because I'm, I'm from those, those areas. So, we've got <laughs> something, yeah. So, in, in terms of growing up, were, was your ambition always to be a pro footballer? I'm guessing it was, right? Yeah, that's all, all I had, really. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't yeah. really the brightest in school or took it seriously, so I put all my eggs in one basket. And you got there. You got there. Yeah. Okay. So what about your youth career then? Were you always at Leighton or were you scouted from Sunday League? No, so I was at Sunday League and then I went to Barnet. I signed for Barnet when I was at under 10 or 11. Okay. Uh. I was there for like two, no, three years. And then I actually got released. Like I've said this in an interview before as well. Um, my mum walked on the pitch and started <laughs> shouting, at, shouting at the coaches, proper Greek star. I was super at start. And then, because I was playing centre-back and then I wasn't enjoying it. So I used to come home and be like, nah, like, I don't want to play. Mm-hmm. And then there was one game I was literally like... Like so angry, I'm playing centre back. My mom walked across the pitch, chatted at the coaching staff, and at the time I was thinking, "Oh my god, like what is this?" Um, but now I've grown older, I realise why she's done it. Um, but yeah, the next day I got released, and then I went back to Sunday League, just playing, and then I went to um, Spurs. It's not like the development. There's a, it was a thing called the Shadow Squad. Okay. So I was there whilst playing Sunday League. 
And then I played a game. I think I scored like four goals in one of the games. And then Leighton Orient said to come down and then I signed within a week. Okay. So mm. who from Leighton Orient called you? Or was it was it an academy scout or just a normal coach? Uh, it was the head scout at the time. I think it was the head scout, some guy called okay. Miguel. Miguel. And then, yeah, I was like, I can wait for a trial at Spurs, but realistically, like, was I going to get in at that time? Maybe not. And then Orin were League One at the time, before obviously all the madness happened. Um, and then I went there and signed. Okay, okay. So in terms of you believing you weren't going to get a, a shot at Spurs, was that? do you think subconsciously it was because of what happened with Barnett that you your, your confidence was low or you just felt that you know Spurs are a different level? No, it's not that I didn't feel they were a different level. I just thought if they would have given me a trial at the time, it would have happened already. Like right. I was, we were playing in the games, I was scoring goals. I couldn't really do anything else. Mm. And then obviously Orient were fighting to go into the championship at the time because uh, they got to the playoff final the year I signed. And then... Obviously, they lost, but I just thought it was probably better and an easier route to first team. Yeah. And I guess where you were living at the time, Leighton Orient was literally around the corner because it's on the A406. So it's not as if you're tra- traipsing miles, you know? Yeah. And if you were to go to Spurs, their new training ground is up Enfield. In fact, it probably takes you less time to get to Leighton than it does to, to the new training ground up in Enfield, right? Uh, that's similar. Cause similar. Yeah. Our, training, our training ground's in Chigwell now. So it's like, okay. so right. Enfield's probably close, obviously, in North London, but yeah, it's like an extra five, ten minutes. So it's not yeah. that deep. Yeah, Brisbane, but, uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, Brisbane Road ain't too far from Edmonton anyway when you go 406 way. So, yeah, <laughs> I, to be honest, it's, uh, Leighton Orient is a club steeped in history. My, my friend's dad used to be a, a head coach there. And obviously, I know Richie Wellens, who's your current coach. So when you've gone to Leighton Orient, obviously, your confidence is at sky high now because you've got a club where they believe in your ability, but then you were loaned out. And I'm guessing at some point you're probably thinking I'm itching to play, but did you feel you needed that time away to help you develop? Yeah. So obviously I've been on a few loans. Like I've been on like five, six loans, I think. And I've almost done like all the leagues, like all in order. Do you know what I mean? From like, was it the Ryman Prem when I was like 16, 17, Conference South, Conference Prem, League Two, now League One. Um, but yeah, I think that's made me better. Do you know what I mean? Like more mentally strong. Uh, obviously, you've seen football's a bit false. Like there's a point where it's a bit like, because at Orient, we don't have a 23s. So after under 18s, you've got to be ready for the first team. Do you know what I mean? So. That's why sometimes when 23s players, like, they're not ready yet. And it's not their fault. It's just the way the system is, you know what I mean? So, yeah, the loans were good. Loans were good. I scored goals. Yeah, enjoyed it. Saw men's football um, at a young age. And obviously, you see these, like, these grown men who've been in the non-league pyramid. Like, they're fighting for, like, their lives, bro, because... This is what they have, and then they've got to go to work. So it's like you look at things differently. So, yeah, it was a humbling experience. 
I can imagine, bro. And the thing is, you played, as you mentioned, for, for various clubs like Leverhead, um, Chelmsford, I think. Uh, a, few, a few other clubs. You, you played for, was it Chelmsford? Yeah, was it? Oh, Chelmsford. man. <laughs> was it that bad? That was probably my worst, lo- worst one. <laughs> Why? <laughs> oh, the manager at the time. <laughs> <laughs> Your mum uh, didn't come on the pitch, did she? No, 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 no. I'm my own man now. I was about <laughs> 11 when that happened. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Well, you ended up at Dover Athletic on loan. And that's where you etched yourself in the club's history. And mm. for the benefit of our listeners or viewers, Ruo here scored a goal for Dover Athletic against Southend United. Sol Campbell's Southend United, mind. <laughs> knocked, knocked them out of the FA Cup. I think you made a lot of those fans very happy and they've got stories to tell their grandchildren. Can you tell us about that experience, bro? Yeah, so obviously I was at Orient and then a new manager came in, hmm. uh, Carl Fletcher. He was only there for like a month. Yep. But he was just like, you got to go on loan, like straight away. And I was thinking, ah, oh. because before I was just waiting for my chance because I knew I was ready for League Two. So, and then, um, yeah, he just said, go on loan. And obviously the new manager, you don't want to upset him. So I just said, yeah, I'll go. And then it was actually my first game for Dover. I was on the bench one game, but I only trained a day. Um, and then, yeah, he brought me on. And then I, I scored. I literally scored. And then I think it was not even better, but it gave me more of that, um, like, coverage and news just because we beat Southend in League One at the time and then Orient lost to Morden and Tiptree on the same day. So it was like, yeah, because actually one of the players who plays now, he wasn't in the squad that game. And then basically at half time in the TVs and the um what do you call it? Like just say at like club level. Like yeah, the, yeah. um on the TVs it's they're showing my goal like on BT and then I think that just gave it that extra like why isn't he playing here and like obviously yeah, yeah, yeah. You, don't, you don't want Orient to lose but it's just like like things happen for a reason of course of and course. then yeah that's where it all started really I came back to Orient and started scoring goals well this is the thing right I, I don't think you regret any moment of your loans because it's character building, isn't it? Whether it be playing against, you know, big grown men or even just seeing how the leagues work in terms of how people are paid, mm. how certain people are treated, the, the atmospheres, the, the, the pitches. But if my memory serves me correct, you got your under 21 call up for the Cypriot national team while you were on loan at another club. Is that right? Or were you at Leighton mm. playing? Uh, with the squad, I went to under seventeens at Orient, right? And and then when I was at Dover, I got my first under twenty one call up. Right. Okay. Yeah. So, can you tell me how this process works? Because we've interviewed a Watford goalkeeper, Gabriel Delli, and he's half Italian, half Cypriot, seventeen years old, and he wants to play for the national team. But he's he had to contact the Cypriot FA himself. Mm. How did it happen with you? Uh, so like one of my best friends, Hector Kiprianu, like, uh, obviously grew up at Orient together and stuff. He got called up. I don't know 
originally how he got it. Um, and then he put in a good word about me. And then literally the next call up I came. So, yeah, that was okay. how I got called up. I so how, how, how many squads have you been in now? Under-21s? I can't remember. I've been on quite a few. Because you scored three times. You got nine caps. Scored mm. three goals. Uh, nine caps, uh, yeah. I think so. Mm. I thought it was a bit uh, less than that. Have you got, have you got the actual <laughs> caps as well? Or do they give uh, you like... Did they nah, give they you Shiftalyes instead or something? <laughs> they give you just like Halumia. Yeah, Halumia. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, nah, they give us like a little badge of the country you play against. Oh, okay. It's something. Yeah. It's something. Yeah, something. <laughs> I guess. I guess. Yeah. What, what was that experience like then? Knowing that, obviously, your Cypriot background, was that a, a proud moment for you and, and the family? Yeah, it was good. It was good because, obviously, you play against... Like players, like we play, say we play Portugal and Holland. You're seeing players you see play Champions League. Mm. Like, do you know what I mean? And you want to see, like, what they're really like, like coming up against. Yeah. And yeah, like, you see different countries, different food, like, different lifestyles. But yeah, I enjoy, I enjoy it a lot. Okay. Well, I'm gonna ask this question, and if I'm putting you on the fence, or sorry, putting you on the. Uh on a certain level. I don't want to, I don't want to make things a bit awkward, mm-hmm. but um, in terms of your, your future career for the national team, this, this is something that my co-host and I, Thassel, we, we discuss this a lot on this channel in the sense that we've got so many Cypriot kids in the UK and only a handful of them have really had an opportunity with the national team. And we've got loads of players that like are Kai who's at Fulham. We've got Gostil who's at Atletico Madrid, but I look at players such as yourself and Hector and, mm. you know, Jack, for example, and there's a whole bag of Cypriots in the UK, but none of you guys seem to really get the opportunities for the national team. So, number one, is this something that bothers you? And number two, is this something that the Cypriot FA should really look into? Yeah, it's hard because obviously, say if you're playing in League Two, League One, but so I, I rejected a 21 call up. Um, okay, what was it? Like in my last year, I could play twenty ones. I've rejected two, and that's because I I need to play for Orient because we don't get international break. Yeah. I need to play, and it's, I was in the last year of my deal. I was like, "What's priority here?" And I was like, "These lot give me the contracts here, and I wouldn't get Cyprus call ups without my club." Do you know what I mean? So I had to, and we had a new manager at the time, and I had to stay. Like I couldn't like help it do you know what I mean it's hard because if obviously if I got first in call up I'd go but I, I do think feel like we need more of a fair shot not because we think we're better than everyone do you know what I mean but it's just like the Cyprus national team how can I put this it's like it's not that good I would say it yeah it's not like, that good there's a lot of good players but in total they're not they're yeah, not a, a unit like, yeah, they may not pick up results. And then it's like, why don't you give younger players a chance or boys you might want to see? And if, if they're not for you, then don't call them up again. Like, I, yeah. I don't mind that. Do you know what I mean? But yeah. it's the opportunity. Um, and I feel like I've done well for the 21s. Um, and I don't know if they the rate the English leagues because you might think third tier, fourth tier England. But this is different to every other country in the world. Like, this is... Like England's 
like throughout the whole leagues, it's the toughest league. Yeah. Because if you told, I don't know, a Spain fourth division team to play English fourth division team, I'm sorry, but I feel like most teams in England are cleaning up. Do you know mm. what I mean? Yeah. So that's what I think. But obviously, is it like, frustrating though? Is it frustrating though, knowing that you can play for them and you see them play against Norway and all that in the in the Euro qualifiers? Yeah. And you're like, okay, I know you love playing for Leighton Orient, but you've got the opportunity here. And look, no disrespect, apart from Bibta and Gaguli, there's no other decent Cypriot strikers. People are going to say Sotiril, he's for me, he's done out here. No disrespect to the guy, but we we need more. We need more up front and people such as yourself that are scoring goals. Mm. Come on, man. It's a no-brainer. Yeah. I've never seen these guys play. Obviously, I know um, Gago from 21s. I know Jonis. Like, I've seen these boys. Like, They're I've good boys, them. man. They're good boys. Yeah. They're good boys. Gago is a top... I mean, Marino, yeah. but Gago is a good boy, man. Yeah. Good boy. Um, like, I see these... Like, I've played with them. Do you know what I mean? So, I know the level that you need to be at to play for... Yeah, the Cyprus national team. I'm like, like I can do that. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah. but it doesn't bother me. Like when the call ups come out, I'm not searching if I'm in the team. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah. I'm not. Like it doesn't bother me. So okay, in that case, does it? Obviously, the the club don't want to lose you for international duty because you'd be gone for a couple of weeks and you might come back with an injury, whatever. But at the same time, it would benefit them because number one, they'll get paid mm. for your your absence and it puts you in the shop window for them to perhaps move you on for a fee. Not that you want to leave. I'm just saying that yeah. the opportunity is bigger if you perform on, on, on that stage, right? Yeah. The thing, if it's first team, everyone will say go. Everyone, like the whole club will say go, get the experience, you know what I mean? But when you, when it's 21s, it's like, like, is it better, is it, better than playing getting more appearances for Orient do you know what I mean yeah, yeah. so um, yes yeah, it's, it's, there's negatives and positives to it yeah but see, um, the thing is I, I sorry to cut you off there but I, mm. I see for me there's there's a big difference between the mentality of the the British Cypriots and, and the Cypriots out in Cyprus in the sense that a lot of the Cypriots in Cyprus would love to play for the under-21s because obviously that gives them that level. Whereas, no disrespect to the you know, the U21s or whatever, but you playing League One, possibly FA Cup, possibly, you know, obviously the games in the in the Carabao Cup where you could face potentially Man United, you could face a Liverpool. Mm-hmm. You, you, there, there are levels here, bruv. So on the one hand, I'm thinking, right, these guys might be thinking, oh, well, he's he's from the UK. He doesn't give a shit about our national team because he doesn't want to play for us. But on the yeah. other hand, you're like, well, do I want to sacrifice a potential injury when I could be playing against X amount? I mean, you're playing decent teams next season, especially in League One, bro. Yeah. Especially in League One. Uh, uh, yeah, obviously. Obviously, I'm proud to play for my country. But it, I, I don't know if it's the English mindset. 21's... 21s, if you had the opportunity to play 21s or first team, it's a no-brainer. And I think it's an English thing. Like, because obviously I was born and raised here, but like, you you have to play games, games, games. And 21, if a club's looking and they see you play under 21 appearances, are they going to be bothered? Don't think, unless it's England or Germany or something. But no one's bothered here if you play 21s, you know what I mean? So, 
I just think that's the way it is here. But I enjoy it. Obviously, I love going there. Like, that's it, really, yeah. And yeah. I don't know whether we don't get called up because, like, we're not fluent in Greek. Ah, well, we see, that's the other, that's the mm. other thing. That's the well, other thing. Mm. Like, none of us, none of us are, Greek boys are fluent in Greek. But if, if someone said to me something in Greek, I understand. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But I can't, like, Articulate it the way that you want to, yeah. Yeah. So that's, I don't know whether that's the thing, but I don't know, man. What do, do you know what? You're, this is something that, again, I, I've I've kind of had a, a bit of a disadvantage when it comes to doing these podcasts because obviously I've, I've got an Ammonia podcast. That's my team, as you can see. Mm. That's my team, yeah. And I do an English podcast on Ammonia. It's all in English. So, you know, you, you, you can see it. I'll send you the link later. Um, <laughs> so I've had people saying to me, oh, why aren't you doing it in Greek? And it's like, well, I can speak Greek, but the thing is, number one, I don't want to, not because I'm a disrespect. The fact is, you get a wider audience when you do it in English. If you do it in, in Greek, then you just keep it within that, you know, that community. Yeah. Whereas if you do it in English, it's, it's casting that wider. But it works at a disadvantage because there's this element of, not snobbery, but it's like, well, you're, you're, you're a chali, so you're yeah. not one of us. So I get what you're saying. Perhaps you guys feel that when you can't communicate as well as you'd like to, you might feel as a disadvantage. Although what I will say, as you know, people like Gagul Lee, people like, you know, Lois obviously, you know, he's in the, in the, he's in the full team, but there's other boys in that under 21s that speak English and Greek. And I think perhaps it's just a lack of communication in the sense that not that you can't communicate, but it's like, you guys haven't had that conversation to say, listen, is there, is there a problem with this? Is there a problem or can we work around it? I think both people are, mm. both sets aren't sure how to approach it. It's kind of like a taboo subject, which is weird. Yeah. But even when I was in the 21s, like some things, what the boys said, I'd understand. Obviously some things I don't, but like, I'm not causing a problem or I'm not, like we still laugh, joke, and at the end of the day, you're there to play football, and it's easy to speak to someone when playing football. Yeah. So, like, yeah, I don't know whether that was a thing. I was just putting it out there. Do you know what I mean? Who who was the coach at the time? Anyway, do you remember? For the for the under twenty one. So we had Okas. Okas, okay. Yeah. Right. Uh, he's at an now. Okay. Uh, what? Well, his manager? No, I think he's part of the coaching staff. Oh. Uh, we had Savas. I forgot his surname. Okay. Uh, and then we had the R. There was an older guy. Yeah. Don't worry. Don't worry about it. Don't worry. But he he was a football maniac. He used to go to Italy and watch. Um, the boys were telling me he used to go and watch Italian like Serie A teams. But he used to go up there in the mountains with binoculars. <laughs> And just watch the training sessions. Brilliant. This guy's like, you got to love football to do that. Brilliant. Brilliant. So when you got called up to the 21s, I mean, the, the, the squads that you've been in, who you mentioned Gago and Marino. Which other players did you get on with? Or do you get on with? Sorry. Do uh, you get on with? Shelley's, Christos Shelley's. Yep. Um, Yerelemo. I don't know if you know. Yeah, Yerelemo. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, Sergio, the right back. Uh, He's doing well for Salamina, man. He's doing really well at Salamina. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Nicolau, left back. I okay, think he yep. was at Salamina as well, wasn't he? Yep. Yep. 
Uh, who else? I know Pavlo. What, what? Pavlo, that... yeah, yeah. Correra, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Adoni? Adoni? Adoni who? Adoni. His surname's Adoni. Centre-back. Nah, I can't oh, remember. Okay. Uh, Spoljaric? Oh, centre-mid? Yeah. Yeah, he's good, man. Yeah, so it's a good squad, man. I mean, I'm bringing up now Kiriagidi, the goalkeeper. Humble. Kiriagidi, the goalkeeper. Tall goalkeeper. Trellos, man. He's crazy. Oh, yeah. The mustache. Yeah. 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 Funny guy, man. Funny guy. He's hilarious. Um, but look, it, it sounds like you had a good experience with, with the uh, with the U21s. So yeah. you're not ruling out a, a return. Right? Do, do you think saying no to them kind of put them off calling up to the first team, you think? Do you think you maybe they took it in the wrong way? They maybe thought, "Who's mm. this guy saying no?" Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But I didn't mean it like that. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I don't know what else I can do. Do you know what I mean? I scored goals, like I won the league, but I'm not. Like, I'm not going to hold a grudge. No, so, no, of course not. But I'm. Yeah. I'm just like because what I want to do get it out there to the people in Cyprus because. Whenever we do a podcast with a Chalui, yeah, whenever we do a podcast, I've got a friend that likes to put a, a piece in his, in his, um, on his website. And we want to get more attention to the British Cypriots and obviously the Australian Cypriots because I'm doing projects with people out there as well. And I think obviously our community, I'm just going to say it, we're not as tight as what we should be, bro. We, mm-hmm. we ain't, you know, I, not to disrespect, look, you, you know the ends, right? North London. Turkish people are connected together. They're, they're, they're tight. Mm. Jewish people are the same. But for some reason, the Cypriots, I don't, I don't know what it is. Uh, I, I'm, I'm just trying to do something with football and get more exposure to people such as yourself and other mm. young Cypriots that perhaps want a pathway. You know, yeah. we've seen loads of Cypriots go to different academies. We've got one at Brighton. We've got one at West Ham. We've got a couple at Arsenal. Come on, man. Like, mm. it's, it's a no-brainer, right? Yeah, 100%. 100%. I think... I don't know. I think Cypriot people here are just... I don't know. Just Difficult. more with it. Yeah, like... And judgy. Yeah. Yes. Yes, judgy, here bro. we go. And yes. it's like, come on, mate. Like, we're yeah. all living in the same area in North London. Like, we're all the Probably same. related in some way. Probably related <laughs> yeah. in some way. Yeah, and people just think they're better than everyone else, but I'm I'm not bothered, man. As long as you got your family, man, nothing else matters. Um, but yeah, I just think, yeah, that's it. <laughs> no worries, no worries. All right, well let's let's move on very quickly because I'll give it taken almost half an hour of your time, bro. I'm not gonna don't nah, take any more. You might you you might want to go to the gym again. You know what? What are you pushing now? Anyway, you do weights. <laughs> oh, nah, Come on. I I don't know what. Yeah, so I couldn't lift. I can't lift heavy weights for like another two weeks so I ain't been so lifting you, what nothing were you, you training at the gym then what are you doing I just do core legs uh, obviously some upper body like body weight more stuff but yeah nothing crazy the the um the SNC stuff at, at the club have they told you that you need to change anything physically because obviously you're nimble and if you put that upper body with, with the weights will that slow you down are they worried about that because you're rapid bro <laughs> Yeah, in Cypriot terms, I'm rapid. Not in, uh, <laughs> uh, but 
to be fair, I'm, I'm quite stocky, like naturally. Okay. Um, okay. Like my shoulders and my body's like more like square shaped. So okay. I'm naturally strong. So I don't really do weights like that. But yeah, more is like core, like stability stuff, what I probably need to improve on. Okay. And as for next season, obviously you guys have got a big season ahead. You've got big clubs in that league as well. You've got Derby, Barnsley, Blackpool, Wigan. These have all been Premier League clubs. Yeah. So you, you must be relishing it, man. It must be a dream, yeah? <laughs> yeah, obviously it's going to be good. Um, like playing against these bigger teams, but it's not really like they're in the same league as us. Nothing to get phased by really, is there? Like... We're all here for a reason, like in this league. So, yeah. you, I could tell you got Jamaican blood, man. You're just so <laughs> calm about everything, man. <laughs> <laughs> brilliant, brilliant. No, I, do you know what, mate? To be honest, it's, it's been absolutely incredible talking to you. And um, as you know, we've been trying to get you on the pod for a while, and you're a busy guy. And I, again, I appreciate everything that you've done, you know, taking your time out to do this. And I think it's it's been an eye-opener, especially for me. You know, I've been doing this for a long time and I've, I've been fortunate enough to interview a, a lot of footballers and just listening to how confident you are in terms of, you know, not just your ability, but whatever's ahead of you. You're like, you know what? Nothing's going to phase me. I'm just going to push through it and I'm going to fight. And I think that's, it's a testament to you and it's, it's a testament to obviously your family and, and your coaching stuff, you know, Richie, etc. So I think, you, you're on course for some incredible things. And this season, I want at least 15 goals, bro. I'm not having <laughs> less than 15. All comps. I'll give you all comps, yeah? Uh, I'll, I'll you try all comps. <laughs> <laughs> Well, bro, again, thank you for jumping on. Thank you, everyone, for watching. Give us a follow on social media at This Is Mup on Twitter and on Instagram. I'm going to put rules... Uh, Instagram is Twitter, anything that he wants me to put, I'm going to put it in the description down at the bottom. And we shall be back very, very soon, boys and girls. Adios.